So here we are. Welcome to Comfortable Place on the Couch. A very special episode, Darren. You know it's special when Robin introduces the podcast. <laughs> I kind of took charge there, didn't That's, I? Well, this is all your idea. I'm feeling author authoritarian today. Well, we're not on the couch. We're not even in my sunroom or basement. Yeah. We're somewhere else. This is all your idea. So take it away. We are out in nature. Right now, I am staring at a mountain. It's glorious. Covered majestic in... Majestic trees. It is majestic. It's covered in green trees. I can see a ski jump and some sort of uh, chalet. Sure, chalet. Should we call it that? Yes. Yeah. And we happen to have a good friend with us, Darren. Yeah, we've got our good buddy, Ron. Is this the first time we've had a guest on the show? I think it is. You used to want guest every episode. That's right. And when the first one bailed on us, we never tried again. Yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a good decision. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it would be great to have Ron on the yeah. show. That's not where I was <laughs> going with this. That's not what you meant. Good to be here. Yeah. Welcome, Ron. <laughs> now, Thanks. now, listeners may have heard of Ron in the past. Yeah, we might have mentioned him you know, once or twice. A twice or two or three. A twice or two. Yeah. Yes. Um, Ron is a good buddy of ours. We've known Ron since grade two-ish. Yeah. So a very long time as well. And, you know. 40 years, you know. Yeah. Coming up on 40 years. That's a long time. Yeah. And back in 1993, yeah. Ron and Robin and I, we... I think we were here. We were right here in the same spot. In fact, that is why we're here again today. Because 25 years ago, almost today, let's just call it today. We'll call it today. Even though it was... Uh, internet think, today. Yeah, internet today. At the time of this recording, <laughs> I am pretending that it was 25 years ago today. You know, if you give us like a percent difference here or there, yeah. it's today. Yeah, that's right. it rounds off to zero. Is that correct, Ron? That's, that's correct. Yeah, Ron, Ron is a, a PhD in, in math and in, things in, in, in computer things. So yes, he knows. Okay, we're taking a long time to get to the point. <laughs> yeah. So we're here because okay, this is uh, what's the name of this place again? This, this is Big Thunder Ski Jump Center. Wow. This was the national. No, it wasn't. It was. It was. Yeah, it might have been actually a national Nordic. Uh, training center yeah back i think in, the day. in 1995 yep is hosted the the, the world's the world nordic, nordic games. games yep yeah and two years previous to that it, it hosted an even more important event in my opinion another roadside attraction that's right tour concert canada's national treasure the tragically hip mm-hmm Got a big uh, road trip to get, what do you call, what do you call it? A big... Uh, traveling... 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 Road show. A road show. Great. <laughs> yeah. And they happened to take Midnight Oil along for the ride. And that's what we care about. That's right. That's oh, why actually, we were not, here. That's, that's why we were here. We'll get to that part. So by this point, we've been listening to Midnight Oil for... Since 88 or so, 80... A788. Yep. Yep. So we were fans for five years, yep. had totally gotten into diesel and dust, went backwards in the catalog through Red Sales, 1098, etc. And then followed the new releases, such as Blue Sky, Blue Sky Mining, Earth, Sun, and Moon had just come out. Yep. 
I believe. And then that brings us to July 21st, 1993, here. The oils are in Thunder Bay. The oils are in... Who would ever have imagined that would happen? Who would have guessed? I never... Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was like, what? So we bought tickets. Yep. And when the day came, we believe we went to Intercity Shopping Center. Or Thunder or, Bay Mall. Oh, or Thunder Bay Mall. Okay. Or we think possibly the Community Auditorium. Oh, oh. or the Community Auditorium. We each went somewhere different <laughs> in our it minds. It was bizarre. We all split up and said, meet you there. Anyway, we went to some place, got on a bus. School bus. A school bus. And it took us all the way out here. This is probably, we're guessing, noon or something. Yep. It was early yep. in the day. Early yep. early afternoon. Early afternoon. Yep. Yeah, we're located about, what, 15 kilometers, 10 kilometers, 15 kilometers from the city center down to the well, south. Well, actually, this is more like 20, I oh, think, yeah? from the city center. Yeah. We're, so, we're anyway. out in a rural, rural area. <laughs> yeah, this is actually outside of Thunder Bay city limits here, I think. Oh, okay. Did we cross the... Maybe. Yeah, because it's that bend. Yes, in fact, I'm almost certain this is. But anyway, it's close enough. Yeah. Okay. So we come out here just after lunch on the school bus, along with thousands upon thousands upon thousands, many thousands of people. It was a really big school bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, they had two school buses. <laughs> well, this we'll get to we'll get that, that, but that is about right. <laughs> So I think it took all afternoon for pe people kept showing up all afternoon. All afternoon, yeah. So we were here, we we're trying to discuss what bands. We did no research on this part. Yep. But I think Fat Like Dad opened the show. Okay. Do you remember it? Do you remember this? I remember all? the name. I do not remember the band. Yeah. No, no offense to Fat Like Dad if yeah. they're still around. Yeah. Yeah. Fat Like Dad. <laughs> Ron doesn't think that they're around. <laughs> No comments. <laughs> they're, they're huge in Japan. <laughs> um, yeah, so Fat Like Dad was a local band. Okay. Of, no, 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 they had the best name, I guess. Yeah. And we laughed at their name we did a laugh lot. A lot. Yeah, it's Fat Like Dad. And we just kind of sat there and watched them. So, yeah, it was, this is like a festival kind of thing. This is yeah. a big outdoor area, great big stage, and room for thousands of people. Yes. Yeah, and at the beginning, Maybe there was only a thousand people, but it filled yeah. up as the day went on. Maybe we should point out that this was like two or three days after the Clayquot Sound protest out in BC. Do you remember that that's logging right. protest yes. that the yes. oils were part of? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I don't think it was just a few. I think it was about a week and a half to two weeks because I think I had okay. looked up these dates, but just pronounced Clayquot days. Sound? Clayquot? 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 Clackwet? Clackwet sound. I don't know. <laughs> Here we all are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. So that, and that was a famous moment. Yep. Midnight Oil putting on a protest concert. Yep. There, there was a roadblock and... Quite, they were there. Uh, a hullabaloo and uh, yeah. ended up helping to stop a lot of the clear-cut logging of old growth forest in uh, BC. That's right. Oh, there yeah. were big ancient trees. Yep. I guess some of them got saved. <laughs> but we're here for the music. We're here about the music. <laughs> so what else happened that day? After Fat Like Dad, a number of bands, Hot House Flowers, Hot House Flowers, Hot House Flowers yep. was one of the bigger names. 
Somebody said Enya was there, but I said Enya didn't Enya, play there. Enya was not there. No, no, definitely no. not. Okay, another one was the Pursuit, Pursuit of, of Happiness. happiness. No. Yeah. Some people agree that Pursuit uh-uh. of Happiness was here. I would here. have been very excited if the Pursuit of Happiness was here, and I've never seen the Pursuit of Happiness. I think he gone to them the next year. He didn't care about <laughs> them. Almost certain that Pursuit of Happiness was not there. Well, what's funny is I've heard a few people think that it is yeah i've heard a few people tell me that this concert was held on top of mount mckay (laughs) (laughs) so you know what is awesome about we have attempted to do a little bit of research about this show and what's amazing about it is how little agreement there is uh 25 years later how how foggy the memories are People have some pretty distinct memories, yep. you know. For example, Darren, where oh, did yeah. you think this was happening? I was certain that this did not actually happen at the site of Big Thunder. My memory had us on a field on Little Norway Road, like maybe a kilometer away from here. And I figured, yeah, yeah, they, the plan was to have it at Big Thunder. And they realized, no way it could happen at Big Thunder. And we were in this field just down the road a little ways. <laughs> but... You know what? I came out here last week, checked it out. Yeah, maybe it could happen. Talked to a few people, did some reading. Yeah. Yeah, and I got convinced. Yeah, I asked around on Facebook and somebody produced a picture of the stage and looking through a hole in the back of the stage, you could see the ski jump. You you could see the hill. (laughs) I went down to my preferred field about a kilometer away from here and I lined things up. I was like, yeah, I can see that ski jump there. And maybe I could make a case like if you use like a telephoto lens and depth of field and all that, but no, I'm quite sure it was here too. Yeah. 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 So Fat Like Dad yeah, and some like other Dad. bands didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> Enya was Enya awful. Was Daniel Lanois was memorable. Well, Very... Daniel, Daniel Lanois's sound man seemed memorable to me. <laughs> well, it I wasn't... thought... It wasn't the sound man. Daniel, <laughs> it was Daniel Lanois. <laughs> this is the thing. Daniel Lanois' guitar technician really stole the show. <laughs> That's what we thought. Yeah. So yeah, I they... remember the guy dragging out like a sheet of cardboard, <laughs> putting a folding chair down, and start tuning up. Yeah. 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 That's what we remember. We all remember this guy tuning his guitar, and we thought, man, this has been five minutes, ten. 15, 20 minutes into the set, we start to think, maybe this is Daniel Lanois, and it's not just the guy tuning his guitar. <laughs> we <laughs> did not and probably do not appreciate Daniel Lanois as much as we should. That's, maybe. That's maybe probably true. Yep. Possibly. Still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just re- I do remember Daniel Lanois' bassist, like I'm a bassist. And I thought he was ridiculously loud, and I just was not into the bass. Not toneful? It, it, he had a weird tone, and it was just stupid loud. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like... Robin that, has his hands up I'm near my his hands. face. I'm, 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 his eyes these and are the ears. Wa- these are the waves of bass coming at me like this. <laughs> and he's not appreciating no, them. No, and I'm just rejecting them. Now, now do, you, do you think it was the bassist, or do you think they were still trying to, to figure out the sound system for the rest of the day? <laughs> yep, that, that, that was somewhat early in the That's day. That's very yeah. charitable of you, It was Ron. earlier in the day. Yeah, make no mistake about it. And there's some sort of percussionist there who I think had yeah. like one of those... Uh, f- magic carpets, right? <laughs> Did you know I was saying magic carpet when I started doing this? I didn't know you were going to say magic carpet. I thought you were going to fly away. Yeah. 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 He had like, well, he had one of those magic carpets that you could fly away on, out. And then he had all these bizarre percussion toys. Right. All about him. Yeah. Do you have any memories of the drummer, Darren? <laughs> I do have other memories. I remember we were sitting kind of to the front and the right 
of the sound booth, which was oh. a tall oh, raised uh, platform hmm. behind us. Okay. And I remember between sets, maybe it was between sets, maybe it's while we were even waiting for Fat Like Dad. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I remember Zuropa playing over the PA system. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about yeah. this, I think, yeah. last time I, you were I, in I town. Can, I can vaguely remember that too. We, um, and I think we looked, we looked that it up. up. Yep. And Zuropa was released that month. It was released yep. in either June or July of yeah, 93. Yeah, like days before. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to be, hey, this is the new U2 album we're listening to on the PA system. Yeah. It's funny. I remember us being more to the left. This is for the main, I, the main part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for, for all the pre Ambo. Yeah, I, I can't remember where <laughs> where we were for the preamble. I remember <laughs> us. I remember the main stage being down and to the left. Okay. From where we were. From where we were. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm? Fair enough. Two against one. I'm not, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, we don't have to argue. No. We can be friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we're losing our light. Yeah, yeah. We, we that's should, okay. We're, we're moving on. Yeah. Okay, Daniel Lan was done. Good. And, and, and we headed to the merchandise tent. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about the merchandise. So tent. I imagine this is where the merch table tents were. This yeah. means nothing to podcast listeners. <laughs> Robin pointing. And yeah, I'm me agreeing. I'm pointing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so where, where do you think the the merch tent was? Behind us somewhere. Behind us. Behind into the. Well, I think the merch tent was this whole area, this yeah. whole paved okay. area, yeah, yeah. just yep. on I the side so of the fence. I can believe that. Yeah. Nobody's willing to commit to anybody's <laughs> recollection. Oh, I could believe that. Yeah, I can, I'm, not, I can, I'm not committing to anything. I though. can be convinced. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, this is a, the end of a country road. Yep. That, goes right up to the base of a mountain. That go. Yeah. Basically, we are right at the base of a mountain. A Thunder and, Bay mountain, but a mountain. Yeah, it's a good size mountain. Yep. I mean, it's yeah. no Rockies. No, no, it's not. Is it? Taller than Uluru? That's a good question. Mm. Comparable in height? Yeah, I'd say it's certainly comparable in height. To me, actually, I think that looks very much the same size as Uluru. Maybe that's why the oils picked the location. Yes, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I remember going back to the merch tent, and um, that's where I was able to buy my first, I think we were all able to buy our first Midnight Oil t-shirts. Yes. And we all did, right? Yeah, the earth, sun, and moon. Yes. The orange-ish. Yep, orange-ish. Brown, yeah, or I think mu- they, had, they had different colors. You still have that mustard color one, we, and, and didn't your daughter wear that to I, Toronto? I, I gave you mine. And okay. so Rihanna, my daughter, who does all the uh, music theory parts yes. for us, yeah, uh, yeah, she loves those shirts, and so she's been wearing them. It's like ever these since. are the wrap around full color. Yeah, 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 the whole ones, thing's yeah. kind of a mustardy yep. kind of base, and then it has all the. Uh, album artwork all the yeah like for, from the aboriginal yeah, artwork on it yeah. yeah i think i had kind of a greeny colored one do you guys remember there being different colored shirts yeah no. and one that could sh- you be convinced i of could it? be convinced okay yeah. yeah we chose this one i'm not sure how many were available here but since i've seen red much more red ones. yes i've seen red ones yeah. online that look really sharp yeah 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 we got an airplane going that's overhead. a bombardier uh was that the q200 yeah it looks yeah. like there's Okay. Did, you guys, did you guys buy anything else from any of the other bands? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I only bought oil yeah. stuff. Yeah. Just t-shirt? Just t-shirt. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We already had all the music. Yep. Yeah. Unless there was like a poster like posters or something. Or stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I bought a poster. No. Yeah. So we kind of camped out for the main 
for everything before the oils. Mm -hmm. But then once the oils hit, I think that's when we were like, we're going closer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. We're, we, we were all in agreement on this. I, I think, think. So. Did we, did we yeah. do that together? And we ended up right in kind of a mosh pit sort of thing. Right? Is that? <laughs> we we did, were, did we, we were in a big, we weren't at the front, but we yeah. were in a big crowd of people standing up into the show. Yeah. And I'd say like everybody from the barrier back like 50 feet or something like that mm -hmm. was a very intense yep. group of people yep. and it felt like that kind of mosh pit thing yeah i remember now we're kind of jumping into the moments sure. during the Let's show uh being in that crowd everybody's jumping up and down to the music and there it was a hot summer day mm -hmm. it was july uh people it, just couldn't get enough of that chris abrams piano <laughs> <laughs> and there were waves of heat shooting up from like from the mass of bodies and yeah, as they yeah. jumped up and down waves of displaced air were coming and mm. it was a bizarre feeling mm. uh this whoosh of super hot air yep i remember that cool. <laughs> and, and it seems like it's the only time i remember being in a really intense huddle of, of bodies super yeah. packed together somewhat out of control yeah like, you know like out of your control yes yes yeah yeah we we led relatively sheltered we played it safe yeah for yep. a lot of the, you know yeah we we tried to keep our eye on what was going around some of us better than others so you know we wouldn't have experienced this kind of stuff before <laughs> this would have been our what second third year of university yeah, 93, 93 would have been would have. second to third. Finished two years. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. It was the right time for us to be doing this kind of stuff. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So the, the, the crowd was getting pretty boisterous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so one big moment was when Peter Garrett uh, stopped the concert. Yep. And it's because there was a big, beefy, bald-headed guy leaping up on top of the crowd uh in a way that Pierre Garrett deemed like he was picking up that people were wanting this mm -hmm. guy to be jumping on them to crowd surf mm -hmm. and uh so he actually stopped the show and had that guy yep hauled out by security yeah yep. and he basically he, he said something kind of along the lines of we don't need you jumping on the ladies or whatever yeah something like right. that so smart they don't want so smart we don't have a place for that kind of thing here i was something reading like an article canadian article i think it was mclean's i'll put it in the show notes uh interview with uh gord downey uh -huh. um talking about this tour and he said one of the things that he learned from pete garrett was how to that you were allowed to deal with the crowd yeah. that you were allowed to to talk to them, to give them guidance, to tell them to calm down if they need to. And yeah, it's a really neat article. Put in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Gord learned a lot from the oils on this tour. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably the oils have been through a lot more kind of battle, rough sure. environments yeah. for their shows. Yeah. Uh, not that the hip never encountered that sort of thing, but with the oils beginnings, uh, playing these huge bars that held 800 or 1,000 people mm -hmm. in this packed, sweaty, confined, confined, yeah. very alcohol-fueled <laughs> environment. Mm -hmm. They kind of knew, I mm -hmm. think they learned a few things. Are you saying rowdy Australians? Rowdy Australians, you got it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what else do you remember of like the music? What do I remember? I remember thinking, boy, is Pete ever a big 
presence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever realized that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also think I didn't really know the back and forth play between uh, Jim and Martin. Uh, I guess we caught glimmers of that from the videos. Uh, Black Rain Falls yep. video, but but this idea that there's these two guitarists mm -hmm. left and right and yep. they're interchanging, like going back and forth. I think witnessing Rob's, uh, the fury on the draw, I don't know yeah. if fury is the right word, but his intensity. The intensity, sure. Yeah. 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 We, you guys have any memories of the music itself? <laughs> I don't remember I don't have a, a ton no. of yeah. it. I, I remember they played their hits from the albums. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was, it was an easy concert to be at for somebody who didn't really know the oils, who knew right. Diesel and Dust and Earth and Sun and Moon. That's what they were playing. Yeah. From reading, although I don't remember this being there, I mentioned Chris Abrams earlier. This was the tour or part of the tour where they were bringing along him as a piano yeah, player. Yeah, they had right? a sixth member okay. uh, because, uh, organ and right. piano. Because Jim was doing his great spacey guitar stuff all over the place. Yeah. Needed somebody else to do the great spacey organ stuff That's that we right. love so much from Earth and Sun and Moon. Yeah, usually in the studio, of course, Jim does the guitar and the keys, like the organ. Uh, but in this case, they are all so important to each song. I think previous tours, they would just do the five and Jim would just choose. Yeah. He's going, what's, what's more important here? But when they had two important guitar parts and an organ part, they needed that sixth guy. Right. And that was Chris. That it was. <laughs> and, and do you think Chris Evans was the first time they brought somebody along on a tour as a sixth member? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like obviously they had horn players, they had ditch players, they had those kind of instrumentalists with them, but somebody playing part of what a band member member would normally play. I'm not sure if yeah. they, they had done that before. Yeah, part of, that's right, more of that inner core, because yeah. for sure they would, but did they ever tour with a full horn section, or would they just do that for this big show, yeah, or that know. big show? I, I do we don't know. know. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the internet knows, and they will tell us. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. After seeing the oils live for the first time, were you more pumped about the oils? Did you get into them even more, do you think? Yeah, like I think it was, it was kind of realization that, yeah, this is what I had liked so much for all those years before. It's like, yeah, they really are good. Mm -hmm. And now everybody around me has seen how good they are. Yeah, yeah that's... Because uh, even as much as Mineral was a big thing in Canada at the time, yeah. like between Diesel and Blue Sky and Earth, Sun and Moon, you still kind of felt like you were following a bit of an obscure Australian band being such a big fan of Mineral. Yeah, there would be people who just kind of thought they were like a one or maybe by this point two or three hit, hit wonder, one, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Like they're like, oh yeah, I know that song from the radio. Everybody knew the band but they didn't uh appreciate them as a live act mm -hmm. because we just didn't see yep. the band sure yep. everybody knew that the hip was a good live band yep. or, or whatever you know and all the other canadian bands that we saw mm -hmm. a fair bit of that everybody loved yeah let's name a couple you got one daniel lanois, daniel lanois. <laughs> did, did we mention hothouse flowers <laughs> like who are some of the other 80s going into the 90s bands oh, like, that were still a thing like well honeymoon suite honeymoon suite yeah. Yeah, they were still hanging on, but like Glass Tiger and Corey yeah. Hart, like way back yeah. in the yeah, mid '80s. Tiger, yeah. It's like these guys were big happening guys. Gowan, Gowan. yeah, Gowan. Like, yeah. People gave lots of credibility 
to these acts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though they were probably fading out at the time. Yeah, I can't think of... Was there a band called The Box that was kind of big around there? Oh, yeah, they... I, think yeah. they I would say The Spoons. The... Can I say The Spoons? Yeah, Romantic <laughs> Traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so there were various band, Canadian bands that would come through Thunder Bay every summer, I oh, think. Yeah. yeah. And they would play these kind of shows. Tom so Cochran, this... Kim oh, Mitchell. Yeah, you don't have to pay to see these guys because you know they're going to be back in town next yeah. year. They're Canadian icons, rock icons. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, we told that story. Than Sudbury. Right? Yeah, you guys yeah. are worse than Sudbury. <laughs> <laughs> so here comes the exciting the, the exciting conclusion of the night. Yes. Oils played, rock on show. Yeah, we've been there all afternoon. The oils were the second last act. Yep. And it was probably getting on to 9 p.m. when they wrapped or Yeah. Because you was, know, if we're thinking the sun's like the, the sun was yep. setting or had had the sun certainly was set during the the final act it's around That's, it's around so 9 30 right now yeah yeah so, so if the be... oils were coming off the stage right now the sun has disappeared behind the trees yeah so right about this time the oils had finished tragically hip i wasn't so into i have to admit that time i've grown to love them a lot more now but now that they're done but this is the revelation ron <laughs> so i have to apologize to ron i think i sort of said oh sorry but anyway I only recently learned that Ron was really into the Tragically Hip. I like the hip. Yeah, and that you actually own their albums. I, I owned a number of albums at, at that point. I yeah. was quite excited about seeing the hip. It would was my my, my first live concert yeah. of, of, of the hip. Yeah. And uh, I believe we stayed for maybe the first two songs yeah, of their two or set. three songs. And yeah. then Robin said... <laughs> I think I said... Hey guys, we should get going. <laughs> <laughs> but Robin had a point. Yeah. Robin was observing stuff that I don't think I was observing at the time. No. We haven't mentioned that it wasn't just me and Robin and Ron who were together. Yeah. We also had Robin's younger sister and Ron's brother, brother. Mark with us. Yeah. yeah. Mark was maimed. Mark was on crutches. Yeah, we called Mark Mars, Mars. at Mars. that time. And he was maimed and he Mars. Was maimed Mars. Yeah, we called summer. him maimed Mars. <laughs> Broken leg. Yeah, broken he was on crutches with his broken leg parts. And Robin was observing the situation kind of beyond the merch tent yeah. where the uh, transportation was being organized. So earlier we had alluded to this fact that about two school buses were bringing people out here all afternoon. And there had to be five to seven to eight thousand people there here. There were thousands yeah. of people here. Yeah by the time the hip were playing. Well, certainly by the time Midnight Oil oh, yeah. were playing. Yeah. The problem was already the buses were starting to cycle people, take people back. Yep. Yep. And we've mentioned that we're 10, 20 kilometers away from. Yeah, we're, we're like 20 kilometers out of, like from the center of town yep. anyway. And so I'm like, I think we should get a bus and get out of here before <laughs> everybody's trying to go back. Cause of course, most people are there for the main act, the hip. Yep. yep. Uh, and I didn't realize how much Ron was <laughs> was into them too. But we did stay for a few songs. But that yep. was it. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking, well, we should get going. So uh, I didn't realize I was stepping on Ron's toes that much. But anyway, it was it, agreed. It was a good move, though. It may be a good move, yeah. So I still feel bad about that. But anyway, what happened is we came out to the buses. And yeah, the two buses <laughs> were packed out again. And we just managed to get my sister... Yep. And maimed, maimed Mars, Mars on the bus. On the bus. And then the security guy goes, that's it. That's it. 
Yeah. Doors close to the bus. Yeah. And the two buses take off and they take for off. their half hour trip to town, oh, half hour easy. trip back. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's going to be an hour before there's more buses. Two more buses. Two more buses. <laughs> this is not good. Uh, everyone's going to want to go home. <laughs> uh, we should start thinking about alternate arrangements. Yeah. So we decided being, being young, young fit men, we decided to hit the road. And we walked uh, down this road mm -hmm. to the, the highway. This yep. is a, this country road to the yep. highway, which we figure is about three kilometers, two kilometers to the highway. Yep, about, yeah, about two and a half to the highway. Yeah. And but when you two... come out there, there's nothing except a the highway. highway. Yeah. Uh, there's well, no... there's the prison farm. Oh yeah, there's the prison, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah basically at the end of this road is the prison farm <laughs> on the highway. And then you can start walking to town. Yeah, so we, hiked back and eventually get to a the Nebeen Roadhouse. Yep. We think this is where we just picked Aaron up from a game of volleyball. Yep. Yep. But on that night, we got there and finally found a payphone, right? Yep. Of course, 93, nobody yep. has cell phones. And uh, yeah, called, called Ron, my mom. Yeah, called Ron's parents and out they... Yep, can you come pick us up? We're at the Roadhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now this is this is the kind of place that the OS should be playing. They should be playing at the Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> And if I remember correctly, there's quite an exodus of people. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, were, we were certainly in a large crowd of yeah. people making their way walking down, down the highway. highway. Yeah. I believe walking on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're dirt shoulders. Yeah. yeah. I think we were actually walking on the road. On the actual I think we probably were too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to the roadhouse, made the call. Eventually the parents came. Yeah. And I then think just mom. Just mom. And somehow Aaron and Mars... Got Apparently got off at the Valhalla, not the Valhalla, the auditorium. At the auditorium. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And or Thunder Bay Mall. Or Intercity. Or Intercity. Mark confirmed a couple days ago that, okay. that it, was it was the, the auditorium. Valhalla, or the, the auditorium. auditorium. Okay. Very poorly organized transportation. Yeah. So apparently people who did stay for the whole show with the HEP were out here. They turned off the lights <laughs> and people were standing here. For three hours after the hip finished, yikes! To finally get a bus ride home, so the buses were running until two a.m. or three a.m. or whatever. If the show ended that's at midnight, nutty. or that's nutty. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of people that remember that. Yeah. Uh, I found an editorial cartoon somebody had drawn for the Chronicle Journal. Right on. Of about the, do we the bus. Do we have a copy of I, this? I believe it's on Facebook and I should be able to get it. Yeah. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Too. Nice. Yeah. We'll make a, put a copy up. So that was 25 years ago today, give or take. Today. Today. <laughs> today. Yes. Yeah. Our first experience with the oils at Big Thunder. Yeah. At just this amazing fact that they would come to our little city and we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Or yep. maybe we're in the middle of everywhere, but nobody ever comes here, right? How do you describe it? Yeah, right? we're smack dab in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we've described before, but it's uh, about 700 kilometers west to Winnipeg. Yep. And about 1,500 kilometers east to Toronto. Yep. yep. And about five, 600 kilometers south to Minneapolis, 550 yep. or whatever it is, uh, which is a different country, of course. Yep. Um, so... Yeah. But those are where we normally go to get our oils fixes. That's right. That's yeah. where we've gone and seen the oils yeah. is in those So it was nice places. for them to come to us the once. 
the first time. We appreciate it. Yeah. And Thank we, you. And, yeah, it ended up being so addicting or rewarding oh, yeah. or whatever that we were like, yes. It's we worth will drive. going to see these guys again. Yeah. So Darren and I, Ron had moved away by then. Yep. But when the oils came back, uh, we went and saw them in Winnipeg. Yep and Minneapolis yep. and then of course last year we saw them in Toronto and Minneapolis. Yep. Good times with the oils. Yeah and a lot of people have good memories. They of course they especially remember the hip, the Thunder Bay sure. audience, sure. Yep. but I think a lot of people knew Midnight Oil put on a great show and in the Facebook comments I saw people say uh, Midnight Oil stole the show. I saw a couple people say that. Yep. And these aren't even, they don't even listen to our podcast, Aaron. My goodness. What's but they're wrong here with... in Thunder Bay yep. and say Midnight Oil. One of the show. things that Gord wrote in the, or that he talked about in the interview was how the oils didn't let up. That they were on this tour and they were playing their hearts out. They were there to steal tragically hip fans. Yeah. 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 Look at that. It's almost a full moon. Yeah. Yep. Anything else? Yeah, Ron, any other Thanks for letting me tag whatever? along. We're You're happy welcome. to have you here. It's great. Uh, we only see Ron maybe once once a year. Once a year. Because uh, he lives off in Scotland now. So it's great uh, having him in town on this historic anniversary. It's good to be here. <laughs> so you see how the gate's like chained over there? Yeah. <laughs> After the podcast, are we going to go through the gate and up there and, and see what we can see? So what do you think? So Darren, <laughs> there's, there's Darren is currently saying, I'm going to take a picture of this. <laughs> As Darren is asking. What would be wrong with that? That's not a bad idea, is it? Darren is standing in front of a huge sign that says, no trespassing. This facility is closed. Violators will be prosecuted. Well, I'm not going to violate anything. <laughs> you don't look like a violator I'm to me. I'm not a violator, no. <laughs> well, so, so you, you think they don't have... I'm technology. I bet you they do. I don't think so. <laughs> well, then Ron will lead the charge. <laughs> On uh, Google Maps, the door was actually open that day. Oh, really? Like it was kind of like, or Google Street View. Yeah. Yep. It was like a jar. Those are crows. Yeah. It's the mighty Canadian goose. Yeah. Crow. Okay. Well, Darren, Ron, thanks for coming out here to Big Thunder. Reminisce about 25 years ago, more than half our life ago, Whew. right? Just to feel old. Yep. Yeah. People in Thunder Bay, we're hoping we got a few Thunder Bay listeners today. Yeah. Because late August, you need to do this by August 16th, August the 23rd, there may be a very special showing of a documentary called 1984, the year that changed a nation. Now this is a Midnight Oil documentary, but if you are interested in docos, music docs, you will enjoy this documentary, whether or not you are a Midnight Oil fan. Um, but if you listen to the end of this, you probably are a Midnight You probably Oil are fan. interested in this, and so you should go to our website, thecouch.website. We'll have a link to where you can purchase tickets to a one-night-only screening here in Thunder Bay of 1984, the year that changed the nation. Um, 50 tickets have to be purchased before August 16th for the show, for to, the go show to go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So uh, please yeah. do that. If you're listening from any other location, which you probably are, um, 
there's a good chance that there is uh, the show might be playing somewhere near you as well. So we will put a link in the show notes to where you can find out where this documentary is playing. Would encourage you to get out there and pre-buy tickets so that all the Midnight Oil fans and yourself can have a good time at this show. I guess it's time to uh, put the skis away. <laughs> Pack the snowshoes into the back of the Volkswagen here and say goodnight from Big Thunder and the comfortable place on the asphalt. And dirt. Thunder Bay. What do you call that kind of scrub? That's what Thunder Bay is all about. Buttercups. Yeah. Buttercups, yeah. <laughs> A Midnight Oil podcast. Thank you. Good night. For Robin Harbrin. I'm, I'm Darren, Darren Folds. Folds. No, I'm Darren Folds. And Ron Petrick. Good night. Good night. Night. <laughs>